Welcome to the first edition of the day of Politics Done Right from Netroots Nation 2022 in Pittsburgh. Look who I found, guys. The one and only Rick Smith. What's going on, Rick? How you doing? I'm living the dream, my friend. You're living the dream. Hey, let me tell you something. Everybody knows about the Rick Smith show, but guess what? They don't know who the hell Rick Smith is. So let's start there, because you call yourself the working man's hero or the working class hero. Who the hell is Rick Smith? I'm just a working class guy who, you know, at one point got tired of hearing right wing blather and decided it was time to take on uh, the right wing juggernaut. And we began attempting to balance the airwaves 17 years ago this Labor Day. Uh, we kicked off, and we've been doing it ever since. Now, uh, tell me a little bit. Where did you grow up? Are you a PA kind of guy? No, no. I grew up in a housing project on the west side of Cleveland, uh-huh. uh, basically where they put the socioeconomic ladder on top of. Yeah. That's where I grew up. <laughs> uh, I grew up one of the uh, one of the only white kids in an all-black neighborhood. We used to play this neat game. Uh-huh. It was called Chase the White Kid and Beat the Crap Out of Him. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it? Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, it was a f- I'm sure for somebody it was a fun game. Yeah. Not so much for me. Yeah. Uh, but you know, So it, you went through your tribulations on the other side. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was the, uh, the minority in a minority community. Uh-huh. And uh, what I learned very young is the only color that really mattered mm-hmm. uh, was green. Because right. black, white didn't matter. We were broke. Yeah. And poor is poor. And, you know, as I watched our community struggle, as I watched families struggle, occasionally you would see a family do well. They got a union job at the Ford plant. They got a union job at one of the feeder plants. And immediately their lives got better. Food at the end of the month. The kids got better clothing, secondhand bikes. They bought a secondhand car. Eventually they moved out of the projects and their lives got better. So as a kid, the union job, better life. You know something, Rick, let me tell you, I'll be very, very frank with you. You know, uh, usually when I start my interviews or do anything, I don't get it. I usually don't start on a race kick or anything like that. But I'm glad you started there because there's something that we share in common that I think we need to get across to America, especially in these times. And that is because of who you are, where you grew up, you really understood or you really understand what it is like to feel something. And... We have to get to this point where we don't allow those guys with the green to build that ladder on top of you yep. that you were talking about. No, I mean, the one thing that the wealth class has always been masterful at is dividing us. Right. Either white or black, male, female, gay, straight. You know, it, it, they find those fault lines and then they pit us against each other. Right. And the one thing that labor history has taught me, and I spend a lot of time studying labor history, is the easier it is to pit us against each other, right. the worse we both are, right. the lower our wages, the right. worse our working conditions are, and the, the wealthier that the wealth exactly, class gets. Exactly. And the sooner that we are able to heal those divides, come to some common ground, we don't always have to agree, we don't always have to accept one another, we don't always, but we have to be tolerant of each other. Yeah. We, have, we have to figure out how to work together. You know what? I, 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 I want to interrupt you here for one reason. Race is stupid. It's one of the most stupid things, and I talk about that on my show all of the times, right? So when, when they decide to make these kinds of divisions to take control, uh, we as folks who understand that, especially you now as a white guy, and I'm going to tell you, uh, right now, the Rick Smith show, I think, as a white guy has a special duty to remind the white guys that nobody's going after them. Your thoughts on that? No, nobody's going after them other than the people with the money at the top. We're, we're, folk, we're forced to look at things through the right-left frame, right. through the race frame. 
the reality is it's always up down. It's right. always been up down. Right. The war has always been money versus work. Right. And the capitalist class, the wealth class, however you want to frame them, yes. they've always figured out how to extract from us. Mm -hmm. And you look at this pandemic, a perfect example. Right. Families are struggling to get by. You're you're seeing, you know, potentially here in the future because the, the rent moratoriums are off, people losing their homes. Right. You remember 2008, 2009, the millions of people who lost their homes. You didn't see bankers go into the streets. No. They got wealthier. And during this pandemic, they saw their wealth go up by a couple trillion dollars yes. while families are still struggling. And if that doesn't wake people up, I don't know what what well, will. You know, actually, you know, I, I've, I've done, I've, I've read a couple of guys that, that point out that the reason all this other stuff work is we've been, we've been trained to look at everybody differently. You know, the same class separation and race separation and gender separation that you talk about. And what we have to do is lead by showing. Right. And that's why, you know, you and I talking on a program like this actually makes a difference because people get a chance to see us interact and talk about these issues without having to try to use cold words or fear in the words that we're using. In other words, you came up, look how you started the interview. Yeah, I was a white guy. I got beat up in the front. I did you every day. I mean? you, you see what I'm saying? And you can just come out and say things like that. And people have to start getting that comfort to talk about this, these, these ridiculous differences that really don't exist. Tolerance. You mentioned the word tolerance. I push back on the word tolerance. I don't want you tolerating me. We, we here. That's it. We're here. You're here. All of us are here. You know what I mean? And uh, if, if, if that guy on top didn't tell us, hey, you know, you know, you white guy, dude. We wouldn't, you know. Yeah, but I, I still think we we figure out how to divide ourselves, even yeah. without their help. We right. still figure that do out. Do you really think that? Yeah, I think we do I, on a certain uh, 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 level. Because you, you go back to high school, you, yeah. always, you always had your little cliques. Right. You're always going to no, have that to a degree. That, what I'm talking about that is those, does cliques, does cliques always divide between fat girl, skinny girl, yeah. and all that kind We're of We're always going to divide ourselves. Yeah. For me, it, it comes down to, we have common interests, we have common goals, we have to work together. Right. And we have to not focus so much on what divides us. Right. You know, look at the, the transgender issue, for instance. Right. You know, as a labor guy, we dealt with this in the workplace 30 years ago. Right. We had a guy who worked with us 20 years, he went away, he came back, he, he was less when he went away, he came back, he's Leslie. Right. And nobody gave a damn. Nobody cared. I think you just proved my point. People, he got, she came back, did her the same job, got the same pay, got the same benefits. Nobody cared. But you just proved my point, Rick. That's I mean, that's exactly what I'm so saying. So what I'm getting to is now it's oh my God, this is this is exactly. the end of because we're being force fed this stuff. Externalities. Exactly. Yes. So we're being pushed into this now. Now look, back then, people still weren't in favor of, but it wasn't the end of the world. Right. And you know what? I want people to lead their best lives. Yeah. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness is the mantra of this country. Right, exactly. So I may not absolutely agree with everything you do. You may not agree with what I do, but it's you know what? Necessary. You have the right to do whatever makes you happy. Absolutely. That's the great thing wife? about, I don't know. I don't. Okay, oh, yes, ab cool. absolutely. I agree 100% <laughs> hey, with everything she says. You know why? Because always. She, he thinks you got to see it. What's her name? <laughs> Carol. Carol? He doesn't really agree with you all of the time, but he knows how to act out. You know, you know? I've been married over twenty years, so yeah. I I know I my beat, I know my, I know my role. You know your role. Well, we always lose, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always. The best advice I ever got, yeah, uh, from before I got married, uh, an old timer said, "Every yeah. morning, wake up, say yes, dear, you're right, and I'm sorry." You know, I learned that early. <laughs> I, I I learned that real early. But anyway, Rick, so tell me a little bit where we're going with your show. 
Well, you know, currently we're, we're on 40 stations across the country uh, and, you know, growing by leaps and bounds. And I'm thrilled by that because uh-huh. right now there's a thirst for for conversation and information based on, on working class values. Right. You know, we've been forced fed, you know, right wing ideology and talk radio for so long. Right. That you've you're finally starting to see people going, I, I want something something else. Right. And talking about, you know, working class values, which we've been been made to be ashamed of. Right. And I think in this moment coming out of the pandemic, especially as working people were called heroes and frontline frontline heroes and essential and, and put up on a pedestal. Right. And now they're going, no, I don't want to go back to being relegated to being, being treated like garbage. Right. I want to be that frontline hero. I want to be respected. I demand respect in, in wages and hours, conditions, and in a voice on the job. And this is the, the exciting moment that we're in. Yeah, well, I, I, I think it's great. Tell me, or, tell me something that I should have asked you that I didn't. Oh, <laughs> that, I, that's my last question. You should have told you. How you find? How do you find the show? The RickSmithShow.com. Uh, you can find us there. Follow us on Twitter at Rick Smith Show. All the social media, Facebook, you know, YouTube, all that stuff. The Rick Smith Show. Easy to get to. Hey, folks! Follow the show. Support the show. Download the show. It's in. It's in making sure that we can get that info out. That we can open people's eyes and the working class hero can get his job done. So thank you so kindly, guys. And, look, Rick. Go ahead, say and also make sure you support KPFT and other uh, other community radio stations. Absolutely. By all means, need the support. Absolutely, Thank good you, stuff. Appreciate, Appreciate it, man. You. Thank Great. you so much. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.